And immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew, James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever. And now they tell him of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And immediately the fever left her and she ministered unto them. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, just for a couple of minutes, I want to minister on this thought, a touch from Jesus. Touch from Jesus. Let's put down our Bibles. Let's lift up our voices and our hands. And let's ask the Lord to be here with us tonight. Dear Lord, we love you, Jesus. We thank you, dear God, for another opportunity. Dear Lord, to stand in your presence. Oh, God, and to call upon your holy name, dear Lord. Oh, sweet Jesus, we come tonight, Lord, seeking, oh, Lord, for a touch from you tonight, Lord. Dear God, after all we've gone through this day, Lord, we desperately, Lord, stand in need of you, Lord. Oh, we pray, oh God, that you would open up the heavens, oh Lord. Pour out your spirit upon our hearts. Lord, we don't take this time for granted, dear Lord. Oh Lord, it's not church as usual, dear Lord. Oh Lord, but it's my time, Lord, to get what I have need of from you, almighty God. Show yourself strong and mighty in this house tonight. Oh, Lord, and we'll praise you and we'll bless your name for the rest of our days, dear God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say amen. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Here recorded here in the book of Matthew, as well as in other accounts. Jesus enters into the home of Simon and Anne, Simon's wife's mother. And he takes in with him Simon, which is Peter, James, and John, and they go in into the house. And you will find out that as they enter in, the Bible tells us that they wasted no time to tell Jesus about the condition of this woman. And that when they went in, that they began to tell Jesus how that she was stricken with a, a fever. And that he wastes no time to go in and he took her by the hand. The Bible says that he lifted her up and that immediately her fever left her. We're talking about the touch of the Almighty God tonight, amen? That we all so desperately are in need of. I'm going to tell us tonight that his touch is not like any other. That his touch is not like the touch of a familiar friend. It is not like the touch of 
a spouse, or a loved one. But the touch that I'm talking about tonight is an extraordinary one. It is one that is able to turn my life, which is upside down, right side up. It is the kind of touch that is able to cause all fear and all doubt to flee. It is the kind of touch that is able to dry up my weeping eyes, amen, and cause joy and peace to flood my heart. I'm talking about a touch from the Master tonight that we are in need of in our sin-sick world is in need of, a touch of the Master. You'll find out tonight that it is very well, it is very possible to neglect and to allow opportunities to pass us by, that you'll find out that Jesus shows up and he comes to the house, amen, and he comes for a very real reason, amen. You'll find out that Jesus knows all about the troubles. He knows all about the worries. He knows all about the physical ailments. And you will find out that he shows up for nothing more than to touch a person that will open up their hearts and receive what he has for them. I'm going to tell you tonight that Jesus comes bearing good gifts. I'm going to tell you tonight that Jesus is able to turn my life around for the good. And he's able to put my life on the right track. And here's the great thing about it. Jesus is able to keep me on the right track. It's important that I look to him each and every day. It's important that when I come into the house of the Lord, amen, that I am not busy with other things. I've said it before. Let me say it again. It's important that I don't drag in my busy day, amen, into the house of the Lord. It's important that I don't come into the house of the Lord with all kinds of hate appointments, but I come into the house of the Lord with a believing heart. Amen? And that is, is that Jesus is going to meet me there, and that Jesus knows everything that I face today, and that Jesus knows what I am stressed out about. He knows what is weighing on my mind. Listen, he knows what wakes me when I get back home. Amen? He knows what wakes me when I get back to work tomorrow. Amen? And Jesus comes, amen, to let me know that he is able to put his hands on me, amen. And he is able to cause all of the worries. He's able to cause all of the fears. He's able to cause all of the anxiety and the sickness to fade away. Can I tell you tonight that I came on a Tuesday night with a made-up mind that I'm not going to allow anything to get in the way of allowing the Almighty God to get a hold of me and lay his hands on me and cause him to clear up all of the doubt and all of the disappointment and help me to understand that it's not over, amen. As long as Jesus is in the mix, amen, there is still hope, amen. There is hope that things are going to turn around. There is hope that my situation is going to get better. Come on, I believe that tonight, amen. And I ain't just come to give him a little 
ordinary. Amen. Amen. I come to let God know I believe every word you, you are saying. I believe that all it takes is for you to lay your hands on me and everything that I'm worried about, everything that I'm stressed out about, you are able to turn my life around for the good. Yes, on a Tuesday night, I come to lift up my hands. I come to lift up my voice. I didn't come with the approach that I'm going to get what I have need of tonight. Amen. And that is, I need the Lord to work in my life. A touch is what we are in need of. That when the master lays his hands on us, life springs. I want you to know tonight that with him all things are possible. That sometimes we find in situations, and you'll find out doubt enters into our heart. It causes us to begin to believe that things are not going to get better, or that I'm just wasting my time, I'm just wasting my energy, I'm just watching, and I'm not getting anywhere. And you'll find out that all kind of doubt, amen, will flood in our hearts. And cause us to believe, amen, we're going to be destroyed and that it's all over for us. But can I tell the God that will not allow us to go under, amen? Somebody needs to recognize, amen, that it doesn't matter how bad the storm gets, amen. There is a God that will not allow you to be overtaken. There is a God that will not allow you to be destroyed. There is a God that knows how to grab you by the hand, amen, and cause you from sinking and cause you from being destroyed. You ask Peter, amen, about how he was walking on the water. Let me talk to you about a God, amen, that is able to cause you to walk on the water, amen. He'll cause you to put that storm underneath your feet and help you to realize that, that this storm isn't nothing, amen, as long as Jesus is in my boat, amen, as long as Jesus is in my life. But the key is, I got to keep my eyes on Jesus, amen, because if I take my eyes off of Jesus, I'm going to begin to sink, amen, but I want you to know about a God that will reach out and grab you by the hand and keep you from going under ten somebody. Give me an amen tonight. Do you believe that amen? Do you believe that God's got your back? Do you believe that God has you covered on a Tuesday night? I come to remind us that we are not alone. I come to remind us that there is a God that is in the midst of us, amen, that cares about us, that loves us. And so you'll find out that all throughout the scriptures, Bible shows, shows us of this God that when he stepped foot into people's situations, that he is able, amen, to bring things back to life. He is able to heal the blindness. He is able to raise the dead. You'll find out that the scripture tells us that he enters into a city. And him and his disciples, he comes in and there's this man that is there by the wayside. And that 
The Bible tells us that the disciples, they wanted to know who have sinned. So the disciples thought that there was a reason, amen. Surely somebody has done this way from his birth. Who sinned, Lord? Did his, did his father sin? Did his mother sin? What happened? And Jesus let them know, amen, that nobody sinned, amen, that he is in this predicament, amen. He is in this situation, amen, that God may get the glory, amen. Somebody needs to realize that all the time that when you find yourself in situations, amen, that a lot of times, amen, it's because God is going to get the glory, amen. It's because God is going to let it be known, amen, that this could not have happened by anybody else, amen. It couldn't have happened by your own might. It couldn't have come about by your own power, amen. But it's by the Spirit, saith the Lord, amen, that things will turn around for our good. Can I tell you tonight, I'm so thankful, amen, that when I find my back against the wall, I know it's not the time to throw in the towel. It's not the time to give up. It's not God that can lay his hand on me in my situation and cause it. So he begins to talk with this man. And he begins to give him some instructions on what to do. The Bible says that when Jesus was done with him, when it was all said and done, this man could see, amen. He couldn't see before, but when Jesus was over done with him. He could see now. Can I tell you that that is nothing more than how we were. We could not see. We was wondering in the darkness. We was causing ourselves all kind of hurt. We had been left, amen, all alone, nobody to attend to our need. But thanks be the day that Jesus came in, amen, and he laid his hand on a miserable wretch like me, amen. Anybody remember the day that the Lord laid his hands on you? Anybody remember the day that the Lord filled you with the power of the Holy Ghost? Anybody remember the day you went down in the name of Jesus and you came up rising in the newness of light? Amen. Oh, everything washed away. Every sin washed away as far as the east is from the west. Can I tell you, that's the greatest day of my life when Jesus stepped foot into my life and laid his hands on me and brought me out of the muck and brought me out of the mire. And if you think that I'm going to go back, you've lost your mind. I'm here here to stay, amen. I come to testify that there ain't nothing like the church tonight, amen. There ain't nothing like the kingdom of God. Let me say it again. There ain't nothing that can compare to the kingdom of God. A God that we have access to, amen, that will lay his hands on us and turn our lives around for the good. I'm telling you, all we need is a touch tonight from the almighty God. How bad do I want things to turn around? Am I tired of things being the way that they are? Am I tired of struggling with the thoughts that I'm having? Am I tired of not having peace and joy down in my heart? Am I tired of struggling from day to day, amen? Listen, am I tired of being on this roller coaster, amen? 
One minute I'm on the top of the mountain, amen. Next minute I'm down in the valley. One minute I have joy, and I'm sure about this thing, that I love the Lord, and I want to do the Lord's will, and the next minute I don't know if I want to live for God or not. Can I tell you something? That is nothing more than a double mind, amen. There's nothing more than me being on a teeter-totter, amen. But can I tell you, I got to get off of the roller coaster, amen. And I got to have a made-up mind that in good times, God is good, amen. And in bad times, God is still good, amen. Can I tell you something? I don't want to be a conditional Christian, amen, that is based on how things are in my life, amen. I want to recognize that on the, in the good times, God is still on the throne. And in the bad times, God is still on the throne. And in my bad times, God is able to lay his hands on me and turn things around for my good. He's able to bring me out of the valley. He's able to set my feet on a solid rock. Somebody got to have a made-up mind that I'm going to live for God. Amen. I'm going to serve God because I know God is good. That do I want things to change. The devil's job is to get us to settle. Get us to settle for how things are. You'll find out that there was one by the by the name of Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus had a need, amen. It was a very serious one. This is why it's important that I can't allow people to show up, amen, to the house of the Lord. Listen, everybody that comes to the house of the Lord, amen, you'll find out that when people come at times, it's possible for people to become intimidated to the point where we can't lift up our voice, or we can't lift up our hands. Maybe it's first-time visitors or maybe it's uh, returning visitors. And you'll find out that sometimes people, sometimes people get a little quiet on God, amen? And they try to, try to stifle that praise a little bit. And I'm going to tell you something. That's nothing more than the enemy, amen? That's nothing more than the devil that wants people to be quiet. And he understands that, listen, in our praise there is victory, amen? That when you lift up your voice, amen, and you lift up your hands, see, something happens in the atmosphere, amen? You'll find out that as you begin to call upon the name of the Lord, amen, in unison, amen, as one, amen, that you'll find out that something will happen, amen, And that is the Almighty God will show up, amen. How many know that he dwells, amen, in the praises of his people, amen? How many are interested in God coming down, amen? The prophet said it like this. He said, oh, that thou will rend the heavens, amen, and come down. How many want God to come down, amen? How many want God's glory to be manifested? How many want God to show up and touch your life, amen, and turn things around for your good when you came in with your head hanging down? But when Jesus lay his hands on you, your head will be lifted up, and you'll recognize that it's not the end of the world. You'll realize that I can't make it. I can't make it as long as Jesus is on my side. But there's a devil that wants to shut your mouth. But you've got to have a made 
up mine. I will praise the Lord. I will lift up my voice. I will let on a Tuesday night. I will not allow how tired I am to cause me to sit down and be quiet. I will lift up my voice. I will praise the Lord. I will give God the glory that he deserves. Devil's job. His job. Shut people up. Keep us quiet. Ensuring that if I don't make any effort, if I don't make any I came in miserable. And I will leave miserable. Can I tell you something? I think it's the saddest thing, amen. To come into the house of the Lord where God's presence is, amen. I'm gonna tell you, God's presence is not everywhere. Um, but when you come into a place where God's presence is, I think that it's a tragedy for me to walk in with these all kinds of problems, amen, that so desperately need to be addressed. And because I will not put forth the effort, amen, or because I will allow the enemy to cause me to believe that it doesn't take all of that, amen, or because I would allow him to cause me to believe somebody's watching you. Listen, you can watch all you want to. As long as Jesus' eyes on me, that's all I'm concerned about. Amen? But I already know every people ain't watching. Amen? Because I'm telling you, we all have need of something. Amen? Here tonight. I may not know what you have need of. You may not know what I have need of. But there is a God that knows what you have need of. And I tell you, there's a God that stands ready to meet your need tonight. He stands ready to lay his hands on you. He stands ready to pull you out. He stands ready to strengthen your heart, encourage you, and help you to realize that he is what we need. And Bartimaeus had a need. And so he hears that Jesus is coming into the city. The Bible says that he begins to lift up his voice. He begins to cry out, Now, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, it's nothing more, like I said, than the enemy. Because you'll find out, some will say, well, how? Y'all always talking about the devil doing this and the devil doing that. And I don't see no devil, amen? But here's what you got to understand. You're not going to see him with your eyes. But I'm going to tell you, if you get familiar, amen, with how he works and how he operates, you will know the devil when you hear him, amen. And I'm going to tell you something like, I'm going to tell you like this, and a lot of people don't like to hear it, amen. But I'm going to go ahead and say it. The devil will work through your family, amen. He'll work through your siblings, amen. I'm going to tell he'll work through unbelieving cousins. He'll work through unbelieving co-workers. He'll work through neighbors. I'm going to tell you something. How do I know when I'm hearing the devil, amen? It's very simple, amen. Anything that comes out of their mouth that is contrary to the word of God, that ain't nothing more than a devil. Well, that's my mom. It may be your mom. It may look like your mom, but ain't your mom 
talking. That is the devil talking, trying to rob you of your blessing. Well, that's my sister. That's my brother. It may look like them, but right now, that's the devil using them to get to you and rob you of your blessing. Somebody got to have a made-up mind. You're not going to talk me out of my blessing. You're not going to talk me out of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to talk me out of my healing. You're not going to talk me out of going down in the name of Jesus and having faith and believing in the word of the Lord. Be seated tonight. Jesus says that you, that the Holy Ghost is for you, it's for your children, and it's for all that are far off. The devil will say, well, it was just for them back then. Jesus tells us that we got to go down in the name of Jesus. The devil will say, well, you ain't got to be baptized. It's just an outward sign. I mean, know that baptism is essential to salvation. I don't get baptized, and if I don't go down in the name of Jesus, my sins remain. And so you'll find out that you have to recognize when the devil is talking, man, and stifle that and destroy that. You've got to be able to look that devil in his face, amen, and let that devil know, I know who you are. I know who you are. I know who is talking through you, trying to get to me and trying to rob me of my blessing. But can I tell you something? I want the blessings of the Lord more than anything. Amen. And I may have to be on my own. I may have to walk alone. But so be it. Because I've come to find out that I'm never alone. Amen. Because there's a God. His eye is on me. There's a God that loves me. His love is upon me. And I'm never back. Myself, you can walk away, you can leave, but I come to find out that Jesus is a friend, amen. That's thicker, closer than a brother. He is a friend that loveth at all times. He will never leave, he'll never forsake. And Brother Masses, he cries out, Jesus, my son of David, have mercy on me. And through that crowd, the devil begins to whisper in his ear. Pipe down. Quiet down. You're, 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 you're too loud. You're a little too hysterical. You're making a commotion. You're drawing attention to yourself. People are looking at you. You got you to calm down. And the Bible says, see, somebody got to have this. When it comes down to you getting what you have need of, when it comes down to you getting a touch from the master, you got to have that I don't care attitude, amen? That's the only time you can have an I don't care attitude, amen? Any other time, it's not permitted, amen? But when it comes down to you getting a touch from the Lord, you got to have an attitude of I don't care what people think I don't care how people look at me. This thing is not about me or nobody else. Matter of fact, you can't heal me. You can't deliver me. Everything's all right in your life, so be it. But everything ain't all right in mine. So that's why I'm here, amen. And that's why I'm lifting up my voice tonight, amen. 
and I've cried a little bit louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Yes, on a Tuesday night, I come to call on a name that is greater than any other name. There is healing in that name. There is deliverance in that name. There is salvation in that name. And you will stop me from calling on that name. comes to him. And he says, what? See, because here's the thing. That's the only way you're going to get his attention. You ain't going to get his attention by sitting there and thinking about it. You ain't going to get his attention by contemplating it. The only way I'm going to get his attention is that I begin to call out to him. Cry out to him. Jesus goes to where Bartimaeus is. He says, what is it that you have need of? Bartimaeus says, I want to see. The Bible says that Jesus laid his hands on him. He touched him. The Bible says that when Jesus was done with Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus could see. I'm talking about a man that before couldn't, didn't, he couldn't see the green grass, couldn't see the blue skies. And you'll find out that there were people that were telling him to be quiet. It's always the people, amen, that 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 don't have need of nothing, amen. That, that it's always the, the whole, amen, or those that pretend to be whole, amen, that want to stop people, amen, from calling on Jesus, amen. What did Jesus say? He said the whole, amen, or those that pretend like they're whole, amen. He said they need not a physician, amen. He said, but I come for people that know they're sick. I come for people that know they have a need of something, and I want you to know tonight. I don't know about anybody else, but I got a need, amen. I got a need that only Jesus can meet, amen. I got a need that I come to find out uh, that all it takes is a touch from the Almighty God and everything is going to be all right. You ain't got a need. Oh, well. But here's the crazy thing about it. Everybody has a need. It's just some people that pretend that they don't. That they put on a facade and they cover things up. They cover up. They've learned how to be professional and cover things up and to keep on the wraps what's really going on. I tell you, friend, I don't want to be professional. I don't want to pretend, especially when it comes down to the Lord, amen, meeting my need. I want to be honest. I want to be open. I want to have a made-up mind. That there ain't no devil in hell that is going to rob me, amen, from coming to Jesus, amen. Can I tell you something? It don't matter how bad things are. Some people think, well, I've, I've done too much, amen, and I've made too many mistakes, and that no way that the Lord can help me, and no way that he can bring me out of this situation. I've, I've just done too many things, and I've, I've just done it with so many people that there's no way that God can accept me. There's no way that God can, can deliver me. The devil just has such a strong hold on my life. Can I tell you, there is no hold so strong that Jesus can't break. Amen. There is no, somebody got to get in the word. 
amen, and you got to read the word, and you got to recognize, amen, that with God, all things are possible. Now, on my own, amen, I'm going to fall on my face each and every time, but with God, all things are possible, amen. I'm talking about a God that can cast out every unclean spirit. I'm talking about a God that can clean my mind up and turn my life around for the good. different ones in the Bible, sometimes it'll look, and you're reading about these individuals, and you can begin to shake your head and say, my God, there's no hope for me. But I tell you, when Jesus shows up, hope has showed up. That where things appear, (coughs) excuse me, Things appeared hopeless. That when Jesus shows up, there's hope. There's faith. And the devil hates when the Lord shows up. He trembles when the Lord shows up. Because he knows his time is up. Amen. And God knows. God knows that the devil needs to be kicked out. Amen. He needs to be kicked out of people's minds. He needs to be kicked out of people's lives. The devil comes and he influences people to do all of the wrong things. He influences people to yield themselves to all of the wrong things. I tell you, he's nothing more than a destroyer, amen? He's nothing more than one that will come and get people tied up and tangled up in all kinds of filth and perversion in hopes of destroying their souls for eternity. But can I tell you tonight, amen, that when God shows up, amen, he knows how to put the devil on the run. He knows how to bring him to his knees. Can I tell you something? I don't know about anybody else, but I want Jesus around me, amen. I want Jesus in my home. I want Jesus in my car. I want to keep my mind stayed on Jesus, amen. I don't want to give any room, no place to the devil, but I want to let the devil know you're no longer welcome in this house. You're no longer welcome in this mind. I'm sorry. I'm not listening to your filthy music. I'm sorry. I'm not going to places that you would want me to go. You know why I'm going on a Tuesday night? I'm going to the house of the Lord. Amen. I was glad even on a Tuesday night when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I came rejoicing. I ain't looking for an opportunity on why not to go to the house of the Lord. I ain't making up excuses of why not to show up. Man, I'm looking for a reason why to find to get the church as much as I can. On my own, I'm no good. And so I'm going to just talk about me. I need as much church as I can possibly get. I need God's God's influence in my life as much as I can get. For some people, they can go, I don't don't know how some people do it, amen? Maybe they've got something figured out that I haven't. But I I wish they would help me uh, uh, understand what the secret is, amen? Because I come to find out that I need the Lord each and every day, amen? I need him around the clock 24 hours a day because this flesh 
is no good. If you're reading the Bible well, there was this one individual. Thousands of devils had a hold of him. Thousands. Makes you wonder what this man opened himself up to. Makes you wonder what what kind of things he was listening to. What kind of things he was looking at. Makes you wonder the crowd that he was hanging around. How many know that that there are devils attached to things? There are devils attached to people. There are devils attached to substance, a legal substance, that wants to get a hold of people. There are devils that are behind nicotine, alcohol. All of these things are addictive things that cause people to become dependent on these things. You you have to even be careful, amen, of over-the-counter stuff because it's very easy, amen, to become dependent on a substance, amen, when I should more than anything be dependent on the Almighty God. Now, I'm going to tell you something. There ain't nothing wrong with medication, amen. I believe that God um, gave individuals the knowledge to come up with some things, but I'm always leery of medications, amen. And this is why my problem I have with medications, amen, and why I'm so leery about taking them, amen, because these medications are supposed to treat one one symptom, amen, but you'll find out if you take this stuff over time, amen, it causes something else, amen. And so that's why I love the Lord, amen, because with the Lord, it don't, it ain't going to, all of that ain't going to happen, amen. All it takes is a touch from the Almighty God, amen. And there ain't no lingering symptom, amen, or no side effects, amen. Can I tell you what happened when the Lord lays his hands on you? I'm free, amen. I'm delivered, amen. I'm no longer bound, amen. I come to find out that the Holy Ghost don't cause you to have no kind of hangovers, amen. The Holy Ghost, there ain't no coming down. There ain't no crash afterwards, amen. I read what the Bible says. He takes us from glory to glory. It only I got news for you. It only gets better and better and better and better as the days go by. One writer said he gets sweeter as the days go by. Can I tell you, I got no complaints with the Lord tonight. He has been nothing but good. And this man, thousands of devils. Let us stand tonight. I don't want to keep us too long. Thousands of devils. And people tried to help him. You'll find out that there'll be people that'll try to help you in your situations. The woman with the issue of blood, that there were those that tried to help her. No doubt she felt each and every time that this was it. There's no other way to explain how she went 12 years, amen, in that situation. 12 years depending on people. 12 years of, listen, can you imagine 12 years of hoping that things are going to get better? 
but they only got worse. Doctor after doctor telling her you need to do this. Telling her you need to take this. And her situation only got worse. But when Jesus, when she encountered Jesus, hey, when she touched Jesus, see, something happens when you touch Jesus. I'm going to tell you, everybody's not touching Jesus. But it's something to be said when a person really gets a hold of him, that you will know it. And this man, people tried to help him. People tried to meet his needs. Bible says that in the middle of the night, amen, he would be in the mountains, amen. Those devils was tormenting him. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care how fun people try to make it appear. There are things that are tormenting them. They have no rest. I'm going to tell you about people that have strayed away from God. Amen. They have wandered away from God. And I'm going to tell you something. I can tell you this for sure. I know that they don't lay their heads down at night. And it is comfortable rest. It is impossible, impossible to know God, to know God's ways, to know the truth, and to know that you are outside of it and have any kind of peace or have any kind of rest. I don't care how big their smile is. I don't care how fun they tell you it is. I don't care what they're telling you. It is nothing more than lies. There's no rest. There's no peace. None at all. You're talking to someone that has been there. There's no peace. This man had no rest. Those devils was tormenting him. He was crying out, wandering in the tombs, causing all kinds of hurt and harm to himself. The Bible tells us about the wonderful day that Jesus showed up in this man's life. Somebody has to remember just how low you were before Jesus showed up. Because it's when people forget, amen, that they begin to turn around. you got to remember just how bad it was. Wasn't nothing, there was nothing good about it, amen. I was destined to fail, amen. My life was destined, amen, to be torn apart. But Jesus, what Jesus? The day he laid his hands, on me. Some will say, well, you know what? I didn't make this decision for me. You better be glad somebody else made it for you. You better be glad there was somebody else that saw, that had your future in mind. And they made that decision for you. Because nobody did it for this guy. And that's why he was in the predicament that he was in. Jesus showed up. That man and all of those devils ran and fell at the feet of Jesus. I'm talking about all of those devils could not hold him back. 
That lets me know that hell cannot stop you. If you are determined, then I'm going to get back to Jesus. And I'm going to let him put his hands on me. I'm going to let him touch me. I'm going to let him bring me out of this. I'm going to let him bring me out of this way of thinking. Let him turn my life around. I'm going to let him begin to do something new in my life. The devil can't do nothing about it. And when Jesus laid his hands on that man, he casted out all of those unclean spirits. The Bible says that they found that man sitting, clothed, in his right mind. Let me know that he didn't have no clothes on. And let me know that he had lost his mind. But Jesus turned his life around for the good. I'm talking about the fact that I can never forget that I need a touch from him each and every day. I need him to touch my life. I need him to lay his hands on me. I'm telling you, I got here in that prayer room, and it didn't take long before I felt him, and I felt his touch. I want to tell you, I cannot go without that. We cannot go without that. We cannot cause ourselves to believe that we have figured it out. It's not hard. It's the same old things that is going to carry us, that has gotten us here. And it's going to carry us on. Same thing. Prayer. The Word. Renewal. The Holy Ghost. A love for God. A love for being in this house. Being involved and engaged with His work. Being excited about it. I'm going to tell you something. A clear sign of someone that is backing up. That is backslidden. That, that excitement is there no longer. That excitement, just an excitement for God and for the things of God. Just to be excited to call on the Lord and to enter into prayer and talk with the Lord and pray with an excitement and a zeal and a passion. When that's not there. There's a sign that that fire is burning out. Can I tell you something? I want to be on fire for the Lord. I want to be on fire for the Lord. And if I've allowed something to put that fire out, before I leave here, I want to come around the altar and lift up my hands and lift up my voice and ask God to rekindle that fire. Ask God to stir me up once again. Help me to be excited about you, Lord. Help me to be excited to know you and to know your ways and to know, Lord, that I am in your will. Because I'm in his will if I'm walking according to his truth and according to his plan. Let us come around the altar just for a couple of minutes. Let's come lift up our hands and lift up our voices. Not going to hold you much longer, but let's, let's seek after the Lord for a couple of minutes here. And let's be honest with him. Lord, you know everything that I'm dealing with. You know everything that I'm struggling with, Lord. You know everything that is weighing on my mind, dear God. Lord, you know, dear Lord, that I'm struggling from day to day, Jesus, just to keep my head above water. 
Oh, Lord, and I'm here and feel a touch from you, Almighty God. Oh, God, help me, Lord, to believe again. Lord, help me to have faith again. Oh, Lord, restore the joy of thy salvation unto me, oh, Lord. Oh, come on, somebody, call on him tonight. Lift up your voice and lift up your hands. We need you, dear God. Lord, I need you to renew me, Jesus. I need you to revive me, Jesus. I need you to draw me back in, dear God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I stand in need of a touch from you, oh God. Lord, I've become so weak and weary, dear God. Oh Lord, and I need you to lay your hands on me and revive me again, oh Lord. Come on, let's call on him. Come on, somebody. Seek out for him with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your strength.